0: Welcome back to the Morning Geekdom podcast. My name is Beth, and today I'm joined by Anthony and Rob. On today's podcast, we will be discussing this week's pop culture news. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Anthony. Yes, Beth. Are you wearing pants today?
1: I have pants on (laughs) today. I did not have pants on yesterday when we recorded this for the first time and did not actually record (laughs) my portion. Um... So, but today I do have pants on. Thank you for asking.
0: Okay, that just may have been the problem. So I wanted to, you know, get that out right to start.
2: Is it okay that I don't have pants on? (laughs) You just came from the bar, no? Yeah, but it's fine. It's totally fine. This is—it was a taco bar. It was really nice. I would say this is weird, but it was weird yesterday that I just jumped on,
1: and then today was a little more like, "Hey, I fucked up." And it went really well yesterday, so let's try to record again (laughs) today. And now we don't have Jarrett, so we don't have Jarrett, and
2: Jarrett's the anchor. Yeah, where's he at? He's in uh, Montreal, or yeah, he's just like cool guys. I'm in another
0: country, but go ahead without me. Like what? That's it's like
2: you know he says he works for this company, but in the meantime, he probably works for like some multinational conglomerate, which like brings him all over the world. He's a super spy, freaking
3: (laughs) Jarrett, huh?
2: okay that's why he always wears black shirts that way he kind of blends in (laughs) i know what's going on jared i know do you think that the
1: so when we when we look at jared through the google hangouts you can always see the bike do you think that that's like he's actually in some big like building that's got like some torture shit behind him or something and he just like pulls down something behind him and that's Uh... the that's like the facade
2: (laughs) he says oh yeah i first of all i think the apartments in like the middle east is probably like in jordan or something so we just that's just what we're seeing is the facade have you never been to the apartment no i've never been to the apartment no way the the last time i've been to that man's like living premises um shit i was living with him i haven't seen any of the places he's lived since we've lived together so i have no idea where he's not a clue not a clue huh is jared a real person Jarrett's a real person. Okay. He's he's very, very real. Right. I just saw him over the weekend. Well, I'm sorry, Jarrett, that I fucked up and because of that, you're not on this podcast. No, now I give you the exclusive New York Comic Con recap minus Jarrett. How about that? I'd love to hear it again. There we go. <laughs> so good the first time. Here it comes the second time. <laughs> so, so So Rob, how we'll is do New York a recap of New York Comic Con? Yeah. Oh, see how I keep saying New York Comic Con and I'm Mm. not just going to Comic Con because I know how to take feedback. Well, okay, before you
1: before you start, (laughs) Beth, Rob and Jarrett refer to Comic Con, New York Comic Con as Comic Con. Oh. That is not correct. Am I right? Where is Comic Con?
0: (laughs) Comic-Con is in San Diego, California in July every year. Why'd
2: you say that so weird? (laughs) I mean You said like Comic Con. Comic Con? Comic Con. Yeah. No, you. (laughs) Comic-Con. Yeah, she does say it weird, right? Is it maybe? My mouth's yeah.
0: like frozen. I just ate a popsicle, so my voice is all weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Comic If there's anybody Comic-Con. on this
1: podcast who doesn't get to say people say things weird, it's you, bro. Uh, Florida,
2: wrestling. Florida, mirror. <laughs> you know, I say weird shit all the time, yeah. and I don't realize how bad my pronunciation is on certain things until I listen to the podcast. I was like, I don't understand how these people know what I'm saying. Because you're from New York. <laughs> Yeah, from New York. Do you ever
1: watch, do you guys, either one of you ever watch any shows where the people are speaking English, but their accent is so fucked that they still put subtitles at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because that happens, I have some... That happens to me occasionally, oh. like when I, I'm, I'm a terrible speller, and I'll type something into Outlook, and usually they're like, here's the suggestion. And sometimes they're like, nope, I got nothing. <laughs> nope. Not a clue. And then I'm like, Fuck.
2: so i can understand that but go ahead sorry yeah that's fine uh oh comic-con okay so excuse me new york Mm -hmm. Mm comic-con so anyway so we went three days i actually took a day off from work to go which was kind of nice and uh, my daughter went with us on friday so she played hooky so that was kind of nice um but really it's like from year to year i gotta tell you especially in comparison to to san diego um, it's just it's the same old stuff. It's it's funny how it's like we do literally the same thing. And this year we actually tried to change it up a little bit by going to school see panels, and um even like the panel groupings were not fantastic. It was so not fantastic that the panel we saw on Friday was the Pee-Wee panel. <laughs> and um unbelievably, the Pee-Wee panel was like packed to listen to Pee-Wee Herman excuse me, Paul Rubens actually kind of recounts his entire life. So weird. So I will ask the same question Beth started the podcast
1: with. Did Pee Wee Herman have pants on? Pee Wee <laughs> Herman had pants on. Did he talk so, about masturbating in a movie theater?
2: He didn't talk about masturbating. He talked about everything else. So it's like how these panels work is you get like two microphones and like nerds line up behind the microphones Whoa. and then they ask, you know, whoever. Who, why uh, they got to you know. be nerds? Because we're all fucking nerds if we're going to New York Comic Con. Mm. Um, and go to a pee-wee panel. Please. I said that weird. Just going to a pee-wee panel. Pee-wee? <laughs> <laughs> That's the insane. French pee-wee? Pee-wee? Um, <laughs> shit, what the hell? All right, so everybody lines up and everybody gives a question. But the problem with Pee-wee is that he just rambles on. I don't know what anything like that is about. But he just rambles on. So like one question ends up being about 15 minutes long. So I think only like... Four people got to uh, ask a question, um, but nobody asked him the masturbation question in the movie theater. That actually happened in New York, which is kind of funny, in beautiful Peekskill. Do you guys know what else made Peekskill famous besides Pee Wee Herman masturbating in a movie theater? I didn't know that that was, I didn't know he made that famous at all. I've never heard <laughs> of that city. Peekskill?
1: No. Come on.
2: Rob, you thought, right, so, that, you
1: thought that Anaheim, L.A., and San Francisco were right next to each other. I'm supposed to know they? where fucking
2: Peekskill, New York is? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Peekskill, you say that weird. Peakskill, New York. So Peekskill is where um, Facts of Life was filmed. Oh. 50 years ago.
0: <laughs> I grew up loving that show. I love it. There TV.
1: you go. Beth, Can you, can you give me a little bit of the theme song?
0: No, I can, but I don't want to. Mm. But you, take you take the good, the good you take, you the, take
2: b- the bad, <laughs> you take them both, and there, there you have. There you have
0: the facts, of life. facts
2: of life. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. You got the two of us.
1: <laughs> um, Rob, so did he? Does Does Paul Rubens do the panel? First of all, why is that
2: the panel you picked? I c- I couldn't give you a good reason. Okay. I could tell you a number of factors came into play. Sure um i could tell you we were drinking most of the day i could tell you it was post lunch which was like liquid lunch and um we kind of had enough of the main floor so i think what happened was we just kind of walked downstairs and we're like look fucking peewee panel and fucking there. Panel. So that's probably exactly how it went
1: um and did he do the panel as paul rubens or did he go like full Pee Wee herman
2: no, he didn't go full Pee-wee Herman on anything. He was very Paul Rubens okay. and very kind of like slow and very dry. But it was like regardless, it was it was a decent enough panel. I didn't like scratch my head and be like this is the worst half hour I've ever spent. Okay. Any other panels? We did the Star Trek panel. So how how it happens in uh, in New York is that, you know, it's it's Javits is a big old convention center. It's got its big auditoriums and stuff. Um, But, like, the big, big, big stuff, they actually have to do off-site. So, like, a Walking Dead panel, which is our biggest panel, will take place at Madison Square Garden. So there's a little theater in the garden um, that they do kind of, like, small concerts or, you know, comedy shows or whatever. So they actually packed that thing in. So I saw the Picard panel and the uh, Star Trek Discovery panel. But interestingly enough... So I guess they did a trailer of Picard um, at this goofy thing. But what I did find out was that they are spotters all over the place. So if you're trying to record this goofy thing while it's being kind of played, mm-hmm. there's actual security guards that pull you out of the audience and make you erase these things from your phone. Wow. It happened live. Like the girl in front of me was doing it. And we're just like, Whatever. And dude caught her and, like, called her out on it. And this freaking girl pointed to the girl next to her. I was like, oh, you mean her? And they're like, no, we mean you. There's actually, like, people <laughs> up in, like, the upper banks. But it was uh, it was good. So anyway, so those two panels. And um, we kind of fell into the Orville panel a little bit mm. until they started talking about uh, oral sex. Then I had to bring my 10-year-old out of there. So So that was our four panels.
1: So you brought Owen on a day, <laughs> that sounds like it, since you he wasn't allowed Owen, to hear about. So you made h- Owen sit through the
2: Pee Wee Herman panel? No, no, no. So Haley had to sit through Pee Wee. <laughs> okay. uh-uh. um, just me and um, my friend Mike, my friend Greg, and Jared sat through. Actually, no, Jared skipped the Star Trek one, but we did all Star Trek ones, and then Owen did a little piece of the Orville. So it was good. Okay. How did so o- o- How did Owen enjoy wow. Comic-Con? new york owen was way overwhelmed so friday was like fairly decent as far as the amount of people there um the only time it went berserk was there was a a birds of prey uh signing that we just kind of stumbled upon again Mm -hmm. um and you would think that the freaking pope came to town considering the amount of security that showed up for this thing but margot robbie showed up and um that was pretty intense so we got yelled at for walking on stairs and I apologize. And he goes, "No, no, it's alright, it's alright." Like, "Dude, you almost put me in like a neck brace, but like I'm glad it's okay now." I mean, that sounds like a standard like New York encounter, right, Beth?
0: Yeah. Just walking down the street. Doesn't that happen daily? Yeah.
2: Walking down the street, almost got put in a neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> it was So, here's my like thing: if no one who ever goes to conventions like have a good sense of what like volume of people uh, is is really. So on Sunday with Owen, it was like packed, like beyond packed, like obnoxiously packed. Mm-hmm. And this kid just wants to wander around. Oh, but yeah. holy shit, there's just so many people. And like you can't move. Dad instinct is kind of in play. The kid's like, you know, four foot, so I'm like hanging on to him sure. and I'm just trying to get through this whole thing. Oh, so that was that was a total bummer. And he was even just kind of like, Is this what like P are we enjoying this? It's like, Yes, we're totally enjoying this. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't worry about the smell. We're okay, but it's <laughs> like it. You know, I bang into people all the time, I'm and sorry? you guys know how I am. I bang into oh, people oh. all the time. That's
0: sorry, buddy. Sorry, sorry, buddy.
2: So I always. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my my fault. Like, <laughs> hey, can I just? And it's a lot of that. Hey, but these fucking sorry, people, excuse me, they just don't apologize for anything. And, like, if it's just me, like, I'm relatively okay with it. It's like, go like, oh, fuck yourself. But when you, like, bump into my kid and don't say excuse me, like, that's shitty. Is there but, a reasonable
1: yeah. – expect? now, I'm with you. I always say excuse me, sorry, even though I'm not, you know, big into people interaction. So mm-hmm. it's not, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. I'm just, oh, sorry about that. But is it a reasonable expectation at these cons because there are so many people that people are going to get bumped into and it's just not a – hey, I have to say sorry. It's just
2: kind of what you expect to happen. It's, you know, when you're in a crowd and you're just kind of like shuffling, just trying to get to a spot and you're just moving with the herd. I think that's, it's acceptable. if you're banging it to people, it is what it sure. is. Like there's nothing else you can do. But if we're just like walking like humans, and uh, we got plenty of room, and you just decide that you are more important than me, and you like fucking cut me off so you could go see Jake the Snake Roberts. Like, that's rude. Like, just say excuse me, or like, oh, I'm sorry you stepped on your foot. But it is, you know, kind of socially awkward people packed into like a high stress area with a ton of people <laughs> that they're just like not used to interacting with. Sure. And you're just, you know, they're about to see freaking Ohora from star trek so they're all kind of like got their dander up so it's (laughs) just it's a weird mixture of sure sure but by sunday fucking had it so but still anyway so long story short kids loved it i had a great day on friday um it was good we'll see you next year but you know you need some time to like recover (laughs) beth are you gonna go to new york comic-con next year based based on rob's glowing review
3: no, definitely not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Listen, what, it's fun when we're like together. like I'm, I love hanging out with those guys. I'm like spending the day with those guys. That's the joy. But that's, um, you know, as far as the reflection on the con itself.
1: Meh,
2: yeah. I think it's easy to say, Rob, even with you coming to San Diego
1: Comic-Con this year, that the best parts, because you and Beth went in for a few hours.
2: I think that yeah. you would agree that the best parts were just all of us hanging out outside of the con. 100%. Yeah. 100, and it's the same thing here. It was like our better times were the times that we weren't moving around that we just kind of sat and bullshitted for a little bit. And I, I love that stuff.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, again, San Diego Comic Con, you get the experience of the con outside without the only thing you don't see are the booths. Mm-hmm. You right. get the, the cosplay. You get the celebrities. You get... Uh you get like off site events, you see like cool stuff. It's not you just don't have the oh let me go buy something. You don't get the tchotchke vibe. But I think again, I don't know New York, but in San Diego that's
2: you can experience the con without going in. Without a doubt. I could tell you that New York, as far as the interior is concerned, looks exactly like San Diego. Sure. Almost to the to the to the dot. Because it's just it's the same thing. It's like the big corporate booths. It's like the smaller kind of like, hey, we're trying to like move different product or introduce new product groups. And then there's like the um, the vendors. and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I think that's why we,
1: you know, as a group, we also go to WonderCon, which is the small it's the same company that puts on ComicCon. Um, but Sunday is relatively, I mean, I think what does Sunday cost us? Beth 15, 20 bucks?
0: Yeah, it's like 20 bucks.
1: Yeah, and it's a lot of the same vendors. It takes us probably two hours, maybe two and a half hours to walk the floor. We go first thing in the morning it's chill. I mean, there's nobody bumping yeah. into you and then that we get our like hey, I want to go to this, see this artist or hey, I want to buy this. We get our fill of that at that point. And then as it gets more crowded, we go outside and we just do people watch or Beth gets hit hit on by Waldo. And uh, <laughs> and that's the day. So like we kind of we kind of subsidize like San Diego Comic-Con going into the con for WonderCon. Yeah. If that makes sense.
2: Sure it does. And what's the, the, the travesty of it all, if, if we're going to go down this road, is we, we do these cons and we're kind of doing the whole bit and we're excited to be there. And like the the excitement to get there is almost greater than when you actually walk in the door and it's like you have the initial surge of like super cool. Exactly. But you kind of you wander the boots and you're like, all right, like, hey, that's cool. Or maybe you come across like a statue or like a figure or something that you're like, hey, that's sure. pretty neat. But you know, as far as the like the vendors, it's the same old shit. You could find a better better pricing online, and um, the like the big corporate stuff. It's just like a shtick. Like Geico has like the biggest like portion of the the floor than any other company, what the fuck? and it's like fucking Geico. Huh. That's it's, weird. So it is. It's super weird, and they do it every year, and I just don't get it. So it's it is what it is. But. Oh yeah. sorry, go on. No, go ahead, I'll remember.
0: I was gonna ask if you found that shirt that you were searching for at San Diego Comic Con. Oh,
2: it's so sad. It totally wasn't there. Oh, Anthony, man. you know about this shirt? No, man, I don't know about a shirt. Oh my god. So there was I saw it last year and it is a, a green shirt with Caesar Romero as the Joker on it. Okay. Okay. Which is fine. I mean a fairly calm thing. And it's like he is laughing, but he's kind of got like that big, like open mouth laugh. Sure. So it's like – it's. I saw the shirt. I was like, oh, it's super cool. I love Cesar Romero. I need to get that shirt. And they didn't have the size last year. So I wandered around. I went to another vendor, and uh, we saw it up on the wall like, hey, how about that one? And my buddy's like, yeah, do you have that shirt that Cesar Romero looks like is about to take a penis in the mouth? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so it became <laughs> the Joker blowjob shirt. Okay. So they you could not they did not have my size. and then I was like kind of upset about it. I was like, I kind of want that shirt. Um, couldn't find it online, went to San Diego to look for it. They totally didn't have it. Um, back to New York and you know they had it ag- up again on the wall and we're totally making fun of it. but I'm um, still no size. I just cannot get this shirt to, <laughs> to the happiness of my wife, I imagine. I mean you need the pe- you need the
1: Caesar Romero penis shirt. <laughs> we we got to find it.
2: Uh, it brings me joy We gotta find <laughs> it So anyway all right. Gotta find it I didn't know You need to take um, a picture So we know what, what, we know what you're talking about Oh totally And um, the last little bit of it is Owen wanted to meet a celebrity So like that was a piece Okay And um, originally we wanted to go see Tom Kenny Who plays the voice of Spongebob Sure But on like family day Which was Sunday His line was like four hours deep the And fuck? it's like alright buddy Yeah we're not doing that and um, he's like, "Well, is there anybody else I can meet?" I was like, I, "Like, here's Uziere. Like, who do you want to go see?" And he said, "Fucking Pee Wee." And I'm like, "Why?" You, get, well, you know, it's you know, he was in Pee Wee. I kind of like Pee Wee, so look at the board. 80 bucks to get an autograph. I was like, "Ugh." And I was like, "How about just a picture with him? So I looked for the photo op. 120 dollars for a freaking oh. photo op with them. And I was like, "Well, maybe Pee Wee's not our guy." <laughs> So, <laughs> coming in third on the C-Squad is our boy, Sean Aston. Oh, man. For a cool, like, 50 bucks. And he's like, like how 50 about bucks? Sean Aston? For $60. Ooh. He brings it up over here. Man. Beth. Third and, place. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> Yo yeah. And to Sean Aston's credit, he was fantastic. He really was. like Awesome. Very f- fast-moving line. He was just kind of moving people through. But when Owen went up there, this cute, little, adorable, 10-year-old blonde kid uh dressed like a zombie uh <laughs> he took that extra couple of minutes he sat there he talked to him a little bit it was super cool so thank you sean Aston, for being super cool to my kid
1: look at how excited beth is
3: <laughs>
0: that's
1: you need awesome. to marry
2: him now <laughs> that's awesome sean beth. Aston married he is. yeah he is
0: oh, He's got three go. three daughters
2: oh t- beth real quick before
1: uh i'm sure rob's gonna want to switch topics here <laughs> <laughs> um he he touched on something that makes a lot of sense to me and it's the the excitement for the con is before the con, mm-hmm. which is something I can I you know, I just romanticize the con and that's what makes it any con, not just San Diego Comic Con, but a lot of different ones that I've gone to that I'm just like I don't like. Is your favorite part like the way there? Like getting there or planning it or like even Wednesday when there's like nothing going on, is that your favorite part?
0: Yeah, I think it is. Just yeah, the whole idea of it, the getting the group together, planning it, everybody, yeah. what we're going to do, where we're going to go, who's coming, what, you know, and then, you know, the the drive there and stuff. Yeah, and then being there the calm before the storm, hanging out. I think that's I think that's spot on.
1: Yeah, I think last year my favorite part was like going to LAX, picking up Rob, seeing how <laughs> excited he was coming home. <laughs> we fucking watched some some like dumb shit on Netflix while we waited for you to come over. <laughs> like David Harbour Frankenstein. David Harbour Frankenstein. That that Wednesday was like some of my favorite time. No, it was it was thir- uh, Tuesday, right?
0: Yeah, because I um, came Wednesday yeah. morning.
1: Uh, no, no, no. You came, no, you came when uh Wednesday afternoon. You came in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. were gonna go Thursday yeah. morning, and we ended up going yeah. Wednesday evening. Um, but that was my favorite. I think my favorite part of the whole con, like picking up Rob, waiting for you. You get there, two and a half hour drive to San Diego, forty dollar <laughs> parking, forty five dollar parking. I think that was like my favorite time of the whole pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Look at this—the big softy. I'm just saying, last year was a lot of
2: fun. I had a ton of fun yeah, last was. year. All right, good. I I did too. I'm glad you had fun.
1: I mean, I would have had more fun if I didn't have to schlub your ass all the way to LAX on <laughs> Saturday, and I could have, you know, hung out and got to go throw fucking axes with yeah. the Vikings cast. Yeah. But I do what I do because I love Rob. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. We live and learn. We we have a new plan. So we live we and learn. Well, I mean. It more better. There we go. See, look, season six comes out. I know we're not going to talk about <laughs> it. Season six comes out in <laughs> December. They'll do 10 cool. episodes. And then they'll take like a six-month hiatus and do the next 10. So fingers crossed they're at Comic-Con this year.
0: Yeah. Odds are high. Yeah. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vikings. Get fucked. All right. Oh, I just, I'm not kidding. I, hey, I'm going to see Bob tomorrow. We're redoing his front porch steps. So did you at least he'll... watch the trailer? To what? Vikings? Yeah. No, I did not. I wouldn't know what I'm looking at. Besides I put like, it on, hey, put it on like... Discord. But listen, you guys, like, you're most active on Discord when I'm in the middle of, like, breaking up fights and, like, pulling vapes out of kids' faces. True. But you know what? <laughs> funny thing about Discord is it doesn't disappear. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's it's the it's the t- I'm blocking my time. I'm trying. I got. I'm you. doing the best I can. I, I apologize. I'm sorry. <clears throat> we are busting some kids for vaping. Yeah. It's it's the honeymoon is over. So I think the it, count is up to two. I was gonna say maybe at the end of the podcast, instead
1: of shout out to Gary Oldman, we can do four four vape pens. Like we can we can throw the running total.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: All right. Let's see how it goes. Oh, man. Kids, God's work. Love them. You're doing God's work. doing God's work. You have no idea. They're adorable, <laughs> but just want to strangle them every day. All right. So speaking of strangling,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: smooth. As I up. got to see the Joker on um, on Wednesday. Is it which called neither? Is
1: it called the Joker not. or is it just called Joker?
2: It is just called Joker. It is. That is like a pet peeve yeah. right now. Everybody's mm-hmm. saying
1: I went to see the Joker, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Like I'm going to see the Star Wars. I'm going to go see the Star yeah. Trek. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> going to see the Golden Girls. So I saw Joker. Sure. Um, on Wednesday, we went for a matinee. We went to uh, the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Before we went for uh, a little pancakes and coffee, It was lovely.
0: In the afternoon. Is that um, a furniture store?
2: No, it's a freaking. <laughs> it's a breakfast place. Well, it's it's like a. It's it's the Amish version of Applebee's. Like it's very like country. And, and um, terrible? No rock and roll. What? Uh, Applebee's is, is terrible. Applebee's is terrible, but like a, a lesser form of Applebee's, but just really mainly focusing on like country cuisine, for lack of a better word. But the freaking pancakes will blow your mind. The the pancakes and the biscuit. If anyone's driven cross country, you have to come across a cracker barrel. It's fucking amazing. You say that Goodness. weird, but go ahead. What? Cracker barrel. Fra- cracker Barrel. You sound like you are drunk. Is it Cracker, bar- cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel. I don't know. I can't see barrel. it. But That's you watched You watch right. Joker. <laughs> I saw Joker, and it was fantastic. Did you guys see it? You have not seen it. Everyone's had a shake.
1: I have not seen it. Um, I just don't get to go to movies right now at all. And this is one that Nick wants to watch as well. So ah. it's not something I can just like sneak out and go see. She wants to watch it, so I am not gonna not see. Not gonna see it with her. Um, why? Like you don't go to the movies.
2: I hate going to movies. Movies are like the worst thing ever for me. I got like huge anxiety with the movies. But you have no idea. even with like all the threats of people getting shot up, you were like, I got to go see Joker. I am more anxious about somebody like opening a candy bar behind my head and making noise than getting shot in a movie theater. Like that's what I'm more anxious about. Like I'm good – with like somebody coming in and doing something like I'm not good with that obviously but like I'm not even thinking (laughs) about that but I'm thinking more about how the people around me are going to ruin my experience it's just it's it's a lot but totally went and it was great and you loved it um I did love it I actually super loved it um you know without I don't want I'm not going to spoil anything because you I want you guys to enjoy it very kind of like wholeheartedly mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to blow it up as far as like, Oh my God, it's the best. It, it's not the best movie I've ever seen. It's not replacing the top 10, but it was a beautiful looking movie. It's just like between the lighting and the camera work cinematography and and, the, and Joaquin Phoenix and you know how I am with like certain people. He was fantastic in it. Right. Yeah, I was very, very impressed with him. Um, but the outstanding feature of this movie is how much it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. You really don't see it as a comic book movie. Besides a couple of references to Gotham City and like the Wayne family, for the most part, you really don't feel like it's taking place in the DC universe. I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah. I think it's a great thing. It focuses entirely on the character. I think Joaquin Phoenix is in like 98% of the movie. Um, I think the best supporting actor in this movie is going to be his cigarettes because he's literally smoking <laughs> in the entire thing. Um, but it was it was it was unreal. It was really it's something special. He really did something special with that character. I was really very impressed. So, it, you know, again, without and I'm totally overselling it, but I got to tell you, it was a fucking bummer of a movie. It is not something I'm looking forward to watching again. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is very hard to watch. I could tell you that people that are saying that it's a violent movie, um, it's not violent in the sense of gore. Like, there's one or two very gory things that are fairly shocking, because they seem to come out of nowhere, so it's very like, um, but I think the violence in it is very disturbing when violence does occur. Hmm. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's a very, very good movie. Very, very good movie. Couldn't be more impressed with it.
1: Beth, what do you think Rob gives it
2: letter grade-wise?
0: <laughs> um I would hope it gets more than a B I mean then the only option would be an A I'm
2: never gonna live it down huh
1: no <laughs> no what you you don't know about me Rob is I'm super petty so no you yeah. will never <laughs> live it down that,
2: this, we're gonna get yeah so so this movie gets an A perfect So <laughs> I have Rob to, how anyone? is
0: De Niro because I've heard a lot of mixed stuff not so I'm, great stuff.
2: He is, I mean, he's in it, but, and, and he's like, as far as the movie there, it is not necessarily a MacGuffin, but it certainly is a plot point that is followed, but his acting ability doesn't really even come into play. Okay.
3: Um,
2: and it is very much like Robert De Niro playing Robert De Niro, but it's Robert De Niro trying to play almost funny, which is kind of awkward and weird, um, um, but he was—I mean, he was fine with it. But it's nobody's going to be Joaquin Phoenix in this movie. He's mm-hmm. really just the standout thing, and for the most part, it's kind of him. The girl in it is kind of like whatever—is the girl from uh, Deadpool Two, which I don't know her name. Sassy Beats, man. Oh, sorry, man. And <laughs> she uh, she's also fantastic in it. So glowing reviews of of Joker, but like. Do not go in expectation to like leaving there and be like, oh, this is great. Let's go to Applebee's. It's like you're very much going to be kind of like weirded out when you leave.
1: Interesting. Yeah, Zazzy so. Beats is in uh, Atlanta, which is a show I, I oh, right. like quite a bit that nobody else watches. Um, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Where would Where would Joaquin Phoenix rank in your Joker pantheon?
2: It's, it's one of those things. It's a great question, and it's so hard to put him there. Because I think part of this thing is, you know, how do you play the role? It's also like Batman. Like, how do you play the role? Like, it seems fairly clear cut, like how you're supposed to do it. But all these guys really have unique versions of this character. Sure. And this one is great. It's the, I mean, the closest thing you're going to find to it is going to be the Heath Ledger one. And I'm, Jared, I'm totally stealing this line for you from you because it was brilliant. Jared told us this last night although both actors and performances were fantastic in their own right in their own movies right. you wouldn't want to see Heath Ledger play this Joker and you wouldn't want to see Joaquin Phoenix in The Dark Knight it's like they exist only in those worlds but it was i mean it's it's neck and neck like my heart belongs to Jack Nicholson because you guys know I'm nostalgic for that movie but as far as like the actual performance Shit, it's right up there with Heath Ledger, no doubt. It's embarrassing to Jared Leto that he has to be kind of like the one that happened right, you know, before this one. I mean, so
1: Jared, Jared Leto was, was legit terrible in those movies, though.
2: Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. It's it's <laughs> almost comical, but not in an ironic way, but in a fucking stupid way.
1: So I'll ask a yeah. question that I asked yesterday. Sure. Is Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker the Joker that is most likely to get their ass kicked by Batman?
2: 100% this guy's getting his ass kicked by Batman
1: there's zero and, and, like from the trailers there's zero intimidating appearance I don't know just like his body stature nothing is intimidating about Arthur Fleck that's his name right Flick Fleck yep Fleck Batman would smash on him
2: Without its yeah he would totally beat him up okay. smash on him is just a weird way to put it <laughs> so um, you, it, it was. it wasn't weird until you just made it weird I know, it's mm-hmm. super weird. So, like, Heath, Leather, Heath Ledger's Joker, you always felt like, was going to, like, stab somebody in the eye or, like, do something violent right away. And he felt more, like, homicidal maniac. Yeah. In my humble opinion. He had grenades but,
1: in his jacket.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's a guy who's going to blow shit up. Yeah. But this guy, um, he brings a la- a level of, like, crazy that is more disturbing than anything else. So just the the way he speaks, the way he interacts. Um, like I said, there's a lot of clever things that happen in this movie, and I don't want to spoil them because they are so good. Um, but some of them do, you know, have something to do with making him a very awkward hmm. thing. And it, there's just a level of intensity there. So he would totally get his ass kicked by, you know, as you said yesterday, Adam West. Um, but he's the guy <laughs> that, like, he's fuck you up, but just, like, in a very kind of different type of way. All right. So... Great movie,
1: Beth. Are you still wanting to see it based on what Rob is uh, his glowing review? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. It it definitely sold it. I've I think I'm going to get out to the theater to see this one for sure. I've I've seen too many people see it and review it and just say it's a must see. So I'm I'm going to make the the journey out.
1: <laughs> I mean, how do I say this nicely? Oh, <laughs> okay. First of all, did your dad put a Facebook review up yet? No, he didn't.
0: My dad's okay. in Hawaii honeymooning.
1: Well,
2: congratulations. When That's he great. does, I would love you to share it, please. <laughs> okay. What's your dad's first name?
0: Jeff. Jeffrey. Je- Jeff. Is it really Jeff? Yeah. What?
2: Jeff, the god of pancakes. I don't know where I heard that once, but now whenever I hear that, it's Jeff, <laughs> the god of pancakes. I don't know. Okay. Somebody refer, like, you know, Jeff, the god of pancakes, whatever. So, congratulations. What the fuck Jeff. is going on in your head? <laughs> I don't know. Um,. <laughs>
1: A lot of your friends say that movies that are really bad are good. So I don't know that a ringing endorsement. And I know a lot of Beth's friends listen. I apologize. I
0: no one that listens actually has seen it. It's just uh, random people on Facebook that I, you know, I got like 500 Facebook friends from throughout like my whole life. So ooh. like just random people popping up <laughs> with brag. Joker reviews.
2: Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> hey, All Beth, right. what's your Instagram uh, handle again if we want to follow it? <laughs>
0: At Beth Danielle 11
2: <laughs> Crying Girl Backstreet Boys 11.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> awesome. That's going to be your finsta.
0: <laughs> yeah, my finsta.
2: All right. So while we're talking about finstas, I learned a word this week. Ooh. So this is the word of the week. This should almost be like a new segment that we do. Is yeah. the uh, Principal Leonard word of the week? Yeah. So the, the word of the week Rusty came to us. No, stop it. That's just gross. <laughs> so it's... I I got called in on this and they're like, all right, well, this girl's upset. So I was like, call her down. I was like, what's the matter? Like, two kids behind me, uh, you know, just made an inappropriate comment. I was like, all right. I was like, well, what did they say? Well, you know, they they said something they shouldn't say. And I'm like thinking just horrible, horrible, most horrible things. You're thinking like the C word. Yeah, absolutely. That's the word you go to, the final taboo. And I'm like, okay. I was like, funny enough, it is the C word. And I was like, well, what did they say? And she said, well, they said cake. And I was like, okay. And she's like, they said cake. And I was like, "Are I is that the word? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, what was the context? Like she has a fat she's ass? She's like, what, how do you know what that is? She, so on, wait, bro. hip hipping with it. Come on, bro. So the, she said, <laughs> she's like, well, they said cake for days. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, like my butt. I was like are they insulting you and the, she's like no they're just making an, an inappropriate comment and i was like okay i was like i really don't know what the word means so i like urban dictionary that thing and i'm mm. looking it up i was like cake for days i was like oh so my big now is like cake so which is like an interesting segue so as i learn new information part of my job as assistant principal is to share said information with the faculty mm. so during lunch i'm sitting there with a bunch of teachers like so here's the word of the day the word of day's cake and one teacher's like, you know what, I heard someone talk about cake the other day, and they kept asking each other about cake, like it's my birthday, I'm gonna have some cake. And then some kid in the corner was like, Is it gonna be chocolate cake or is it vanilla cake? And then another kid was like, Does that cake have nuts? And like they just couldn't. Inappropriate. Figure out what it was at all. <laughs> I love these kids. <laughs> so so it was a big day over in uh, in the high school this week. So the word of the day is cake. The expression of the day. Is cake for days. Okay, did you go home, smack
1: Heidi in the ass, and say something about cake?
2: (laughs) Did you have a camera in my house?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta think you did because that's what I would have done as soon as I got home.
2: And number two, you gotta listen to more hip
1: hop, bro. Like you will learn these words.
2: I was listening to, like, I was doing an observation today. So here in New York State, I have to, like, observe teachers as they go. So I was watching, like, a clay class. And as they're, like, playing, they have music playing in the background. And I'm just, like, writing notes and whatever it is. And on the radio, I hear um, a song. And I look it up. It's I'm fucking lonely. And, like, it's just I'm fucking lonely. I'm fucking lonely. I'm fucking lonely. And I'm, like, holy shit, these kids can't listen to this. Not a kid blinked. Like, it's just not. And I look at the teacher. I was, like, dude. She's like, oh, just change the song. It's okay. Like, What's going on to us?
1: So, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, language is not the, I can't imagine language is the biggest concern of these teachers in 2019. No, yeah. Not right now. Yeah. All right. So. Cake for days. For cake for days.
2: Cake for days. I mean, all right. So um, speaking of cake for days. Oh, my God. Smooth as silk. Silky smooth. Uh, so um, there's a new movie trailer that we all just kind of watched here. That what it, newly released trailer for the Jungle Cruise just released today, just released today. Cutting edge information, boys and girls, <laughs> <laughs> starring Mary Poppins and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. There you go. <laughs> I am uh, I am very unhappy
1: because oh. I have a deep, burning respect and love for Emily Blunt. I think that she is. I don't know if not the best, one of the best actors working now, like she's up there for me and I'll see anything she's in. I mean, I even watched the fucking Devil Wears Prada because she was in it <laughs> and I'm going to watch this fucking movie and I'm going to go watch <laughs> it in the theater and I'm not going to be happy and this movie's going to make $750, $750 million, if not a billion, because the fucking rock is in it and it's based wow. on a shitty ride at Disneyland, <laughs> but I'm going to go see it and I'm probably going to enjoy it. Because Mm -hmm. she's going to have her little British accent, and it's going to be charming as fuck. And I'm not going to hate it, but I'm not happy about it.
0: (laughs) That's perfect. I don't know how to
2: feel about all that. Beth?
0: Yeah. I thought it was, (laughs) it looked good. I love her just like you do. And obviously, The Rock is, is, you know, super entertaining. And I like the ride. Mm. I know it's a shitty ride, but I like the Jungle Cruise. Yeah.
1: When I say shitty ride, it's not a, yeah. it's an enjoyable ride. But it's like, are we going to get Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie,
2: which was good? Or are we yeah. going to get the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie, which was atrocious? Yeah. Like, what do we yeah. get? Wow. Well, you got The Rock, the most electro- uh, electrifying entertainer in sports entertainment today. <laughs> what? I- <laughs> sure.
1: Is there anybody who's Just- less l- less likely to be, like, a tugboat captain than The Fucking Rock? Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's George R. R. Martin. That he, right, I, so I would watch he, it.
1: I would be more pumped if
2: George R. R. Martin was the tugboat <laughs> yeah. captain. You know, watching this trailer, like it, just the opening bit with like Emily Blunt, kind of like acting a little silly and like bouncing around and being sure. like, "Hello," and just like all that stuff. <laughs> it feels almost like Rachel Vice uh, in 100%. The Mummy. It it completely right? does. It's like. You could almost take the scenes and throw it into a mummy movie and we'll be totally okay.
1: And both are are very good actors, like Academy Award-nominated actors. And then both had – and then you have Brendan Fraser and The Rock next to them. So someone is the weak link. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let you decide who that is. Uh, Brendan Fraser? And The Rock. Oh, wow. I mean, Brendan Fraser rock. was in like Crash. He was in good movies, like dramatic movies that won again awards. The Rock's not School in anything ties. like that. School mm-hmm. ties is a good movie. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, is. I'm going to see it, but I'm not pumped. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to
2: drag yourself there.
1: I mean, I know my wife is going to be super excited to see it.
2: Mm-hmm. Is she super excited to see it because it's a Disney movie or because it's the ride or because it's The Rock?
1: Because no, because of Emily Blunt. I was there, oh, because okay. it's Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I mean, Mary Poppins is her favorite. The first one is her favorite movie ever, and then she adored the second one. So,
2: <laughs> I, I, it's, I, it's one of those things. Like, I don't get, I, whatever. It's, it's gonna be a kids' movie, and that's great. And it's, it looks like freaking Jumanji. And it's, I don't understand why they're making these movies. Well, I understand they're making them for like money, but like, yeah. they're, they're making movies based on rides now. They're gonna be like the Tiki Room soon.
1: Okay, first of all, the Tiki Room is a show, not a ride. Jumanji mm-hmm. is enjoyable, which I it pains me to say I actually enjoyed begrudgingly the last Jumanji, and I'll probably see the next one. And, I mean, would you rather have this movie or would you rather them remake another animated movie?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. That's super fair. Yeah. I, I,
1: if I'm going to have to pick one, at least, like, make this movie, I guess. <laughs> you know? If we
2: got to do something, I guess this will work. I yeah. So I don't know. I'll see right. it. All right. Well, speaking of begrudgingly watching movies, but b- all right. There is <laughs> the Matrix Forecasting came out um, yesterday. They were adding someone beyond just Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Mm. We are adding um, Wait for Yaha it. Abdul Mateen II. God bless you. How was that? Nailed Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. Got him. Also known as um, the guy from Aquaman. Um, he was not the main bad guy. He was the second bad guy. He was the bad guy in the suit with like the big bug eyes. Um, that's our guy. So so, <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony is not impressed with Yaha Abdul Mateen II look being in the Matrix. I don't know about Yaha, Yahoo,
1: you whoever the fuck this guy's name is, right? He's oh. I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely man. I know that I very much disliked Aquaman. More so than, I think, any other DC movie. It's it's down there for me. And he was specifically and particularly one of the worst parts of that movie. Like, he was just... Everything was dialed up to an 11. It was really... Like, just so bad. Now, I mean, that that's not him. I'm assuming that's the writing. And he might be great. I haven't seen him in anything else. I, yeah, I'm just not... I,
2: I don't know. I'm not excited if about that casting, but... Yeah, if you're if you're pushing a new Matrix movie and you're excited about the casting and what it's going to be, this isn't the guy. You're like Keanu Reeves, Carrie Anne Moss, and this guy from Aquaman. Yeah, but I mean,
1: I mean, who who are you going to go see Matrix for? Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. Are you seeing? You're going to see what? the Matrix first and foremost because it's the Matrix and it has a built-in audience. But then, obviously, like Keanu Reeves, is a National Treasure, right now, <laughs> you're going to see it. Beth, when are you going to watch Matrix?
0: I know, I need to. I, I started it a while back, and I wasn't focused enough, so I didn't give it a shot, but I really need to sit and focus and watch it, and I know I'll enjoy it.
2: Yeah. So where did you find yourself, like, waning away from The Matrix as you were watching it? Was there, like, something specific that was coming in, and you're like, "Man, I'll catch up with it later? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I was watching it with Ringo, and he loves it, but he, and he's seen it a million times. And so he, like, started falling asleep, so then, like, I wasn't, like, fully in it because, like, Anthony said, he said before, like, you got to watch it with someone who's, like, into it, too, and I think that was, like, my problem. Sitting there watching it by myself, I couldn't do it.
1: I think that if you're – if you're, it's a very, very sci fi e movie, so if you're mm-hmm. not into that genre, you have to have somebody who's, like, going to almost – Like, just their energy is going to fill up the room. And they're like, oh, you got to see this part. Oh, The Matrix at this point, I mean, what, 20 years? It's something that, like, you need somebody who's almost going to be, okay, Beth, you know how, like, when you watch a trailer with you and it annoys the fuck out of me, but you're like, (laughs) oh, my God, I love this person. You need that person almost with you to watch it at this point to, like, hype you up for it, I think, because you're not into sci-fi.
0: yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So yeah, I definitely think I need that, and I think I'll enjoy it. But I just haven't given it a full shot yet.
1: Did you get to like gotta the red that. pill, blue pill? Yeah, like because I like, saw goop. Lawrence
0: Fishburne, like I it's got, got the, to like got the spoons on But the I eyes. think I was just like on my phone and kind of distracted, mm. so I was I was losing it.
2: Rob, you can't watch <laughs> the Matrix on the phone, right? You can't watch The Matrix on the phone. It's like, it's an, it, were you really watching it on the phone? No, no, no. I mean, No, like I was oh, distracted, oh, I was watching
0: it on yeah. TV, but oh, my phone was said. coming yeah. in and out of no, my hand. No, it's,
2: and... you need, I mean, in an ideal situation, you know, when you get like, every once in a while we'll do it, we'll like throw the big speaker on and kind of like do the whole like bit. For sure. Like Matrix has been made for that kind of experience. It's, it's just a visually exciting movie. Yeah. Yeah, Mat- it was
0: like a Sunday afternoon. It was like not the right time and like. It's got to be like a Saturday night movie, I think.
1: Yeah, I think Damien and I discussed it when we did the Matrix podcast. It is, this movie was like made and probably is more ingrained in pop culture because of when it came out and everybody was getting DVD players and the surround sound was finally affordable. Relatively nice TVs were like still obtainable at that point. expensive, but you could get. And this was one of the movies that like, oh shit, here, come look at my system. Let me show you this part of the Matrix. I remember Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring came out around this time, too, and that was one, like, you turn it to the end when they have the big battle at the very end. You're like, watch this part. And, like, so some movies were made for, I think, because of when they came out, they,
2: like, it just pushed them to another level. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun movie. It's it's a well-acted movie, and it's a fun movie, and the, the first one really stands out from the other two. Yeah. So the, the, the debate becomes do you even, like, it's exhausting to be like, all right, I gotta watch three of these movies, but you really don't have to. Like, Matrix One, and, like, you're good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm with you. you. You can just watch Matrix. You don't have to watch the trilogy. If
1: you really watch Matrix and you're like, I loved it, I wanna watch more, watch The Animatrix, yeah. which is like okay. a, a series they put out, nine short films, um, all animated, all by different directors. And it kind of just tells other stories of, like, what happens in the Matrix. And it's, it's fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: And part of the debate of this Matrix 4 is, like, what? where in the timeline is it coming in? Is it going to be, like, a proper sequel? Is it going to be a prequel? Or one of the things I was reading is, like, it's going to be kind of like a side adventure of, like, where, you know, somewhere between 1 and 2 or, like, something that we didn't see in the movies or whatever it is. It's – or whatever. But it's I I don't know what I want more. Do I want this thing to be like an actual sequel or do I want this thing to like be heavily animated and the making these guys look way younger than they're supposed to be? Like Anthony, do you like have a a preference to where on the timeline this is gonna pop up?
1: I mean, I gotta imagine so we have everything we need in two and three, I guess. I don't understand two and three. I know you and I tried to talk about it talked about it yesterday. (laughs) We still are unable to figure out like what two and three are actually about or what like the ribbon, you know, at the end of the day, like wrapping it up is, I still don't know. I'm fine with doing a, in between one and two to figure out how they get from like the Nebuchadnezzar to like the, to the city that they're going to live in, watching Neo become the one. Obviously he gets his powers at the end of, of the matrix, but you don't see, you know, there's got, I got to imagine there's something that, that happens between one and two, but I would almost be fine with, Hey, they're in a computer program. I know they die at the end of, of 3, but now something's happened where they're on another part of the computer program. Right. Like, I'm fine with that. If, and because obviously they're humans, but who's to say that when they're plugged back into the Matrix as children that you can't still have those people's memories? I don't know. I'm, But it's a sci-fi movie.
2: They're in a fucking a simulation. Like, you could do whatever you want. Right. I got a feeling they're going to use – this is going to be a – what was the Tron sequel's name? Just Legacy. From Tron Legacy. Legacy. I have a feeling it's going to be that. It's going to be like we're looking at these new hackers that are coming in and the the billionth version of the Matrix is popping out. Um, but one of the consistence is, you know, Neo somewhere along the line because he's the one. There's like a kind of anomaly that's floating around in there and he almost becomes like replacing the Oracle. Sure. And um, Carrie Ann Moss is something that he's kind of created because he's had this relationship with her. I have a feeling it's going to be closer to that—that that it's not really going to be um, the storyline of Neo and Trinity as much as it's going to be like a whole new line of people, and they're just going to be the Jeff Bridges character that is kind of floating around. I could only hope it's as good as Tron Legacy. I know you don't like that movie. I just—it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It's too bad. I feel like I need to give it like a. I feel like I've seen it at least three times, and I just I can't
1: get it. Yeah, I I mean, I enjoy that movie quite a bit, and I continue to to speak highly of it. I think Tron Legacy suffers a little bit from Garrett Hedlund being the main character. He's not a great actor, um, but I still (laughs) enjoy it. So I hope it's as good as that. I
2: feel like it's going to be terrible. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be terrible, too. Yeah. All right. Um, All right, well, speaking of Keanu Reeves, this is actually a good segue because there was a John Wick announcement just the other day. Um, so we got John Wick 3, and that one's an obvious, we're going to get a John Wick TV series called The Continental, yep. which I think people have been talking about. But what we're also getting is this movie um, that everyone's referring to as like the ballerina spinoff. Um, so I really, I did not see John Wick 3 yet. I know about the ballerina action squad, <laughs> which is kind of led by <laughs> Angelica Houston from Captain EO fame. Um, but I don't know much about it, Anthony. Do you want to give us a little history on what the ballerinas are? Can
1: you? Angelica <laughs> Houston is from Captain EO fame. A I, yeah. like ninety percent of the people that probably listen to this podcast, if they haven't been to Disneyland and/or were fans of Michael Jackson, uh... have no fucking clue what Captain EO is. Captain EO <laughs> was from the land of imagination. I think. I think, I think we're good. I think we're good.
2: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> it was also in Disneyland. <laughs> there you go. People she, know. People know. She was. I mean, wouldn't she? Isn't she more well known for as Morticia?
0: Morticia. Yeah.
1: Or or even, um, or even witches. Uh, that creepy Royal ass Teman movie Gnome. about kids that get turned into fucking rats. Yeah. No?
2: Yeah. All I mean, right. either one of those. Um, yes, there Chastino. is a
1: scene in essentially, you know, not to spoil it for anybody. At some point in John Wick three, he uh, he somebody has one of his blood tokens essentially, and he goes to claim it. Um, and it's Angelica Houston, and she runs a, I don't know, like a sanctuary that uh, of ballerinas, essentially, which they lead you to believe are going to be assassins. Uh, incred- she's incredibly cruel to them, everything, But but whatever. So she is in the movie. I mentioned last night, anything for whatever reason that Angelica Houston is in, I'm like drawn to her. I think she's... I don't know, just super weird. She looks crazy different than she did when she was Morticia, but I just enjoy her and everything she's in, whether I enjoy the movie or not. So, like, I'm in. We're talking about ballerina assassins. Like, I'm super in. The people who make John Wick right now can do no wrong in my eyes. All three have been super solid. So, I'll, I'll watch it. The only thing I would say is fucking Mr. A- X Kate Beckinsale is the director, and I'm a little iffy on him. <laughs>
2: And that is um, Len Weissman,
1: Len Len Weissman, yeah. yeah. Who did the Underworld movies? Who at least did a few of the Underworld movies? And I enjoy the first Underworld movie, but has really done nothing since. He did the shitty ass. Did he not direct (laughs) the Total Recall uh, reboot?
2: Oh, did that would be too disappointing if he did. I want to say no. I I only got him as the Swamp thing, uh, Swamp thing for DC Universe. (laughs) Okay. Beth, you didn't watch John Wick uh, three, did you?
0: No, I haven't watched the third one yet. I definitely will when it's out. because um, I love the first two. Yeah. And I'm I'll totally be in for this too, regardless.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. He he did do twenty twelve Total Recall and Live Free or Die Hard. Mm. Two Just shitball movies. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you'll watch this though, I gotta imagine, right? Yeah, I the thing is I really enjoyed john wick i really did and i like i have not gotten to john wick 2 or 3 and i have no other reason why other than i just need the time to kind of sit down and watch this stuff yeah and it's one of those movies that like, i want to be able to sit down and actually concentrate and watch it sure it's just the uh the time is eluding me here a little bit but one of these days i am super excited to see it
1: and i think with all of that too they also announced uh john wick 4 so right
2: because you gotta yeah the way john wick 3 ends you got to. but at some point they gotta kill this guy right I hope so. I mean, and not a, not in a kind of a negative way, but shit. Sometimes you just need to, like a little button on something so we can kind of, you know, say goodbye to the character, or else yeah, we get into like Highlander kind of level stuff. So it's just like let this guy go.
1: Yeah, at some point the novelty of this is going to wear off. I mean, you would think the, the fucking movie's about hey, you killed my dog, now I'm going to murder everybody, and somehow they've turned it into like a, a pretty much a juggernaut franchise now, a TV series and a spinoff. At some point, like it's gonna it's gonna get old, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, speaking of getting old and Ooh. should be off the air, The Walking Dead. <laughs> is that show still on the air? <laughs> Somehow it's still doing it. Nobody watches that, right? And according to the ratings, nobody is watching it. Apparently, so uh, the news is is that the numbers are real low on the Walking Dead premiere just the other day. Um, uh, AMC is coming out and saying, well, like, well, you know, some people had seen an early preview of. Mm the season opener kind of like on blah 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 so it kind Mm. of took away from watching it on the day they'd actually released regardless i'm 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 having a hard time finding people who actually are still watching the show beth are you watching the show
0: i i held on a lot longer than anthony um i stopped watching it there they just started season 10 i stopped watching midway season eight Whoa. And there really wasn't a reason why I stopped. Like, I just, it, it had, you know, been a few months when the season picked back up again, and I just didn't start, and I was a few episodes behind. And then from there, I was just like, eh, I'll just wait. And now it's turned into a whole season and a half that I've missed. Um, I'm, I'm planning to go back and finish it because, I like, I think I've already started, and I'm I'm in so deep, like, I want to at least see it through. And I think that may be the reason why there are still other people watching is because they're super invested. Um, But, yeah, there was no reason. Like I didn't I wasn't like not enjoying it anymore. I just never picked it back up when it started again. It didn't be it wasn't it used to like my life used to revolve around it at one point. (laughs) And I just kind of got over it, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I so I remember when Beth was very Beth and I were both really into it for a while. I read the comics. Um, I stopped reading the comics two years ago, maybe. I'm not sure. I It just became the same shit over and over for me. And I stopped watching it when Negan came out. And I think the last episode I watched is when he killed Glenn and mm, Abraham. Abraham. And at that point, it was just the show was like two good episodes you know, eight filler episodes that were really bad and then maybe like two okay episodes. And then they extended it and that like they had more episodes per season. And then it was just like violent for the sake of violence. And that's when it was like, we're going to make this because Greg Nicotero is so talented. We're going to make this, you know, the most realistic looking dude getting bashed in the head with a bat ever. Glenn's eye is going to pop out. And I was just like, you know, I'm good. I don't enjoy the show enough to like, Endure this kind of over the top violence. So it's just like, ah. And then it's just like every bad guy is like not nearly as cool as he is in the comic books, but then they try to make him like them even worse. I don't know. It just, it completely lost me.
2: It's, I, this goes back to the idea of being able to kind of finish something. So I, I, I felt that way about the series when they were in um, the jail. Like I pulled the plug then. Oh, super early. Yeah, and it it, it felt exactly as you described. There's two great episodes. Usually, it's the premiere and then the finale. Right. Two okay episodes kind of built in, but the rest of the time, it's like, the hell are we doing? And all you do is you watch the clock and being like, they have to do something interesting soon because we only got three minutes left. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it becomes a thing. I have not watched it for years, obviously. And, but I did watch this trailer for this new season, and I see Daryl there, and I see the chick with the gray hair there, yeah. and somehow they're still alive. Um, but just the, the kind of interaction between them, like it was meant to be kind of cute and funny, and it just seemed like it was tired and just like bleh. It seems like neither one of them like, had anything left. They're just like, all right, like, let's pretend like we're buddies on this thing. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, I have a hard time with anything, especially something like this, that there is no like end game, And that's what this whole series is yeah. kind of built on, is like, where the hell are we going to? So I find it incredibly frustrating to watch that. I don't know how you guys have hung in there as long <laughs> as you did.
1: I think uh, Fear of the Walking Dead is like a juggernaut for them, though. Is it? I, I want to say it gets it gets much better ratings than Walking Dead. And uh, Damien and I used to actually, like when we were neighbors, he would come over and we would watch Walking Dead. Like it was not a, hey, we're going to like DVR it. Like we're watching it live. And then we started doing that with Fear of the Walking Dead because we're like, this is going to be fucking great. It's going to tell the story of like what happens. It doesn't. Fucking zombie apocalypse starts in, in episode one of Fear of the Walking Dead. And we gave that like a season and a half. And we both just looked at each other and we're like, why are we still watching this? To both of those shows.
2: I it it feels like it's, you know, all my children or like days of our lives. <laughs> that it's just you just go from one thing to the next because at this point you're so invested in these characters that holy shit, you have to see them week after weekend. It's just, it's, it's too much. God bless everybody who's doing this thing. I just, I, I envy you. I just can't figure it out.
1: Rob, I got to imagine your your mom watches her shows, right? She's got to watch she, soap I, operas. Listen,
2: this show has my mother written all over it, and my mom will watch NCIS for the billionth time before she's watching Walking Dead anymore. Even she bunched out. That's so. funny. Yeah, so Louise <laughs> is over it. Louise. Nana louise gonna see her tomorrow we're building stairs but speaking of walking dead um i guess jeffrey dean morgan has some big news this week beth as our pop culture consultant for people magazine
0: (laughs) we won't touch on it long but just a quick uh congratulations to my guy jeffrey dean morgan and my girl hillary burton they finally got married this weekend they've been together like 10 years they've made everyone think they were married they've never told anyone they weren't even when you know stuff was came out saying they got married and they finally did and it was beautiful and the supernatural boys were there all the one tree hill people were there like they had a tattoo artist there jared jensen and jeffrey got tattoos like it was it was awesome by all the pictures i wasn't there but
1: (laughs) did you see that uh Jensen Ackles and Norman Reedus performed their wedding? Yes, or officiated I saw their Hillary wedding?
0: posted that. Yeah, they officiated
1: it. Rob, were you busy? Pretty cool.
2: Like you, they, <laughs> they couldn't get a hold of you that day? I, I'm available. I mean, I'm, I work relatively cheap. I don't understand. Why would you get Norman Reedus over me? Like that hurts. I feel like I would do a better job. Yeah, I mean, my wife would leave me for Jensen Ackles. So I understand yeah, why he's is, there. Oh, I don't know who that is. Who is that?
1: That is Dean Winchester from Supernatural. No, I don't know yeah, don't know that show at all. Well, it's in its last season, 15, season 15. Oh.
2: oh, good. So I'll watch it in like 4 years and tell you guys how great it was and uh, how dare you not watch it.
1: I would I would say it's it's a long watch cuz they're they're it's network TV, so they're are 21 22 episodes per season at an hour oh. each. Yeah, i um, to But the first 5 seasons of that show is are super good. If you like X-Files, nice. you would enjoy this show.
2: I'm working on X-Files. I'm trying. Yeah, wow, my man. I'm trying. Yeah. Gotta find again, it's time. I gotta find some time. A man after I'm my it. heart.
1: I'm trying. <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> right. Speaking of um, before you go on, of. I got sure. and I'm not gonna share them right now. I will share them after. I got some really, really good ideas for episodes coming up. Uh-huh. And T V episodes. I got a couple that I'm super excited to start talking about T V.
0: Nice. Little so, a little teaser?
1: A little teaser. X Files is involved, but I'm uh, I, I had like three I thought really strong ideas today. I'll send them out,
2: but I'm super excited.
0: Ooh, nice. I can't wait.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean big things coming here for the morning geekdom because you know, I'm sure I won't be a part of, of it because I don't day. watch
0: good TV, but I'm excited uh, to listen.
1: No 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 <laughs> No no no. They're not gonna be T V specific like we're not gonna talk um you know what? I'll just okay. you'll have to wait. We'll save it. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna have to wait. <laughs> you will be you're involved. Have to tune that.
2: in next week. Nice sorry Rob go ahead no that's okay all right so um, two more things before we kind of like and we're going a little long but that's okay um, that I just one thing that I feel like we need to talk about because it's so near and dear to me and nobody cares about me we're but here we go Vikings no oh. so big <laughs> announcement for um, Star Wars Episode 9 uh, The Rise of Skywalker never heard of. no it. big deal but here we go you guys ready you know what Ready. it is I told you yesterday. So Dennis Lawson returns as Wedge Antilles for episode 9. Oh.
1: <gasps> Rob, I got, I got a question, man. I've been I've been thinking about this, right? I've been thinking about this. Sure. At no point did I ever see this pop up on any of the social media, any of the pop culture stuff oh I Oh my follow. god, I'm drowning in it Perfect. in my social media stuff. Perfect. Why is this a big deal? Is, is Wedge not, like, one of the most overhyped characters of the original trilogy? And, I mean, realistically, he's in, what,
2: Just a New Hope? Okay. Is he, he's in is Empire. He, he's in Jedi. Is he in Empire? Oh, yeah. He's okay. the, the first pilot to take out the Jedi.
1: Okay, so I know he's in Jedi as well. I forgot he was in Empire.
2: Is it really yeah. that big of a—like, he's so overhyped. He, all right, so let's let's back it up a little bit. So back it up. there's a couple of reasons why we love Wedge. All right, it's number one. Wedge knows when to leave a fight. So in, mm. in in a New Hope, he gets like dinged on the ship, and all of a sudden he's like, "I can't hang out with you guys. I'm leaving." And everyone's like, "Bye, Wedge." And then the next guy blows up. <laughs> um, the second one, they he's the first guy to knock down the Adat, so boy Wedge. And the third one, he is uh, he sets up Lando for actually blowing up the Death Star, so thank hmm. you, Wedgie Antilles, for that. Hmm. But uh, like other things have happened with Wedge, and if you get really deep into Star Wars nerddom, and it depends on like where you're willing to kind of accept, but a big part of, and I, nobody wants to talk about this stuff, but it, it is the truth, um, a big part of the 90s books and the expanded universe and everything we had before the prequels came out, the only things we had, a lot of it centered around Wedge. Like, everything was Rogue Squadron and... Wedge was a big part of the New uh, Republic, and he was like a big deal. But the mystique grew a little bit further when we found out that Ewan McGregor and Dennis Lawson are actually related. They're um, uncle and nephew, which is kind of cool. So I think that was a kind of a piece of it, too. Um, But coming from an autographer's perspective, Dennis, in a kind of a weird way, Dennis Lawson was always such a weird, hard guy to get to sign stuff. And he just recently um, really started hitting the um, the the convention scene pretty hard. So, like, it's a mixture of things. So he's always kind of been this thing that, sure, does he have a lot of lines? No. Is he kind of like a whiny character? Yes. Does he have any major significance in the movies? Like, you can argue, but probably not. But um, he's just somebody everybody loves. So it's like it's total fan service that he is in this movie. But he's fucking in there, so fucking wedge. I'm super excited about
1: it. I was gonna say this is this is very much this appeases and appeals to not a casual Star Wars fan, to the the like high level Star Wars fan. This is not a hey, I like the movies, I'll probably see it. That doesn't wedge and Tilly's does not appeal to those those people. No. So No, this is for the super. <laughs> this is for the turbo nerds. We
2: and we appreciate it. We love this shit. So we're good. This is their again,
1: th- this is their attempt to try to reel back in some like goodwill after this last shit ball movie. That's how I look <laughs> at it.
2: You know, the more it's like I it, I, I'm finding it hard. I'm I'm finding it hard to find someone who actually liked Episode Eight. It really, and it's super sad. You and Tyler. And I think, yeah, I get. And like some people, other than and Tyler was very impressed with My Joe Pepitone reference the other day. Just saying <laughs> humble brag, but it's <laughs> humble brag, no big deal. Yankees, uh, old time day. Um, the hell was I saying? I don't know either do I. All right, either way, episode Tyler eight. and I are You right were saying about it's hard to find someone
1: on. who likes last Jedi.
2: Who and- likes episode 8 and it's too bad because there's like a lot of I it, it needs I think we need to marinate in 8 more and I think people dismiss it too quickly. I people are so Star Wars fans suck. They really we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> it's absolutely true. And no matter what, and even like hey Wedge is coming and this some of the pricks are be like fucking Wedge. What do we need Wedge for? Brr, fuck Wedge. But it's We don't know what we want, we don't know what we like, and we bitch about everything, and it's too bad. And I I just hope that some people give eight another watch after nine comes out. Hopefully nine's enough to make us go back to eight. We'll see. Fingers crossed. I've marinated an eight enough. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) all of that being said, um, one last thing we're going to cut. Um, PlayStation 5. I know this is uh, near and dear to Anthony, so Ooh. PlayStation 5's coming out holiday season 2020. No big deal. Specs are pretty exciting. The only thing we know about is what the uh the game controller looks like. <laughs> Anthony, are you buying us a, a PlayStation 5?
1: Rob, if I could pre-order it now, I would be pre-ordering it as as we speak. I am <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a Sony fanboy because I'm not. I don't I don't think I'm like I have any loyalty per se to any brand specifically, um, but I do, I I have always played on a PlayStation. I've had both PlayStation and Xboxes. I've also had Nintendos. I think PlayStation is just a better system. They have, they carry, you know, one of my favorite, two of my favorite game franchises ever, Uncharted and Last of Us. Uh, So yeah, I'll be buying it. And I mean, 500 bucks doesn't seem that bad to me.
2: And it's, I think a lot of people buy these systems mainly it, because we're not gaming people in this house. Sure. But we buy that stuff mainly for the Blu-ray player and all the accoutrement that kind of comes along with it. Right. And the, the occasional video game. So for us, 500 bucks is a lot. For you, that's going to kind of use in a different way. I think it's different. Well, Beth, are you blowing 500 bucks on this PlayStation 5?
0: Um, I'm sure it's going to end up in our house, you know, when it comes out. We, <laughs> Ringo's a PlayStation guy. He's a, you know, he doesn't play video games very often, but he has a lot and he gets in his moods where he wants to play them. We have the three and the four out in our living room right now. So I'm, I'm sure the five is going to be added.
1: <laughs> did they got to complete the set. Is it coming out at $500 because it's the PlayStation
2: five? Ooh. Totally. these totally. sons of bitches. <laughs> See how they did there? God and then like it. the very creative name of the PlayStation 5 is PlayStation 5. I'm in.
1: I'm in. Because like fucking play <laughs> what's Xbox's douchey name that they're coming out with, like Xbox Gemini or some stupid shit sh- cool. Sapphire. I think I honestly think it's what? called the Xbox Sapphire. And I'm like, get fucked. Like, come on. <laughs> Just like- Xbox fifteen hundred. Yeah, man. Like Xbox nobody buys you anymore. Like, calm down. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, nobody buys the Xbox.
2: Right. Yeah. All right, so we're going super long here, and Anthony has to go take care of his kid, so we're totally pulling the plug. Beth. Sorry, guys. You're the best. You and your mermaid earrings hanging in the background are amazing. (laughs) You see that
1: cat, by the way, in the background? What the fuck is that cat
2: doing?
0: Yeah. Speaking of my Walking Dead fandom, that is Maggie, my kitty that was named after Maggie from The Walking Dead.
1: You should just
2: say oh. that's after Maggie Gia for now on, because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> nobody likes the fucking Walking Dead anymore. Maggie is going to jump on your face and suffocate you because cats are fucking evil.
0: <laughs> no, stop it.
3: She's the best.
1: Uh, Rob. Anthony, thanks for coming in. Yeah, of course. Good job. Sunday, me and you, buddy. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's right. Oh, yeah. Super excited about Super it. Super excited. Anybody hear my kid
2: right now yelling? I heard her. I totally do. Dad, come get that's me. That's my cue. All right. <laughs> Aww. All right, kids. Have a great day. Good to see everybody, and uh, see you guys soon. Yep. Thanks, buddy.
0: Bye.
2: So that's another pop culture news podcast completed. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it. I just want to say thank you to Anthony for, for coming in and being a trooper and giving us some time tonight, even though he's working on daddy duty. And thank you to Nicolette for allowing him to do so. Um, Beth, you're always amazing. Thanks for giving it another go tonight. And uh, Jarrett, we miss you. We hope everything's good up in uh, Canada, eh? And you're enjoying uh, French fries and gravy. Um, But, you know, overall, thank you for listening. It still kind of blows our minds that you guys choose to spend uh, an hour and change with us as we talk about things that we love and just kind of uh, talk nerdy to each other. Um, We could use those five-star reviews and appreciate them. On Apple Podcasts Also give us that like or rate On Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud And Spotify um, Tell a friend, tell your billion friends And uh, don't forget to give us a follow On Instagram At The Morning TheMorningGeekdom We've got some cool stuff happening on the social media So I hope you guys are uh, following us um, So we'll do it again next week Shout out to Gary Oldman